Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network's Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we're talking Below Deck Med Season 8, Episode 13. This one's coming up quick, Sean. Um, It's titled High Stakes, which makes no sense. I guess there were stakes involved, but would have been more appropriate for a casino night. Um, So unfortunate they used that one up. Uh, In tonight's episode, Kyle takes what he considers a much needed siesta. We finally see Lily get her sea legs under her, which is great to say. Uh, Max gets into a tiff with the captain over food. Uh, The guests want a more gay breakfast. So uh, what they had wasn't enough. We'll get into that. Uh, we welcome our medium plus guy back on board who honestly, I probably sound like a broken record. Cause I feel like I said this last time they were on charter. He's, he's a middle-aged man who can't say medium. Well, for whatever reason, he probably thinks it's low class. So he says medium plus, and now we're over two on chefs, figuring out exactly what medium plus is. And I can't blame them. Um, Natalia just won't leave us alone. And we have a Katie flood sighting. So Sean, two things before we get into the episode. Uh, one, we have a new five-star review from Ali Ubet, uh, who says, we're the best. You guys keep it on topic, tell it like it is, and cover it all. Other Below Deck podcasts are so inferior to this one. Uh, thanks, Ali. We appreciate it. Um, you know, we're not here to rank Below Deck podcasts, but we know you have a lot of options, and we really appreciate that you pick us. So um, the other the other thing, Sean, here is just out to the listeners – just please, 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 you know, wherever, wherever you find us, if you could just give us a five-star rating or whatever you think's best, uh, we really do appreciate it. Sean and I, just, we read all of these. Um, so we're guys in our thirties. We're not going to tell you to smash the subscribe button, uh, but a five-star rating really does go a long way. Um, so Sean, let's get into the episode here. And as usual, as much as I hate to admit it, we're starting with Kyle. Um, I think, I think you just got to know if you're an employer of Kyle, he, he's just going to have some off days, like days he takes off. Um, he's going to have some physical issues, some that you can't really document or prove that he has it. You just got to take his word for it. Um, you know, if he's in the NFL, he's on the injured reserve. He's on the pup list, the physically unable to perform list. Uh, let's get into Kyle, Sean. What were your thoughts here? Yeah. So I think so last season he missed a charter due, due to uh, tooth pain. Remember that? That was real. He had to get the teeth out, apparently. Yeah, that that's that was brutal. Uh he missed the first charter of the season due to like immigration, visa, passport issues. I mean, guys to me had the same problem, so okay. He had that panic attack. I don't know that he missed work for that, but he I think he missed a night for that. He made a scene. He made a scene. Did he miss any other time this year? Because he definitely missed a basically a full charter due to, and John, don't call the hangover. That's not what it was. He just got 
It happened. He got very drunk the night before, and his symptoms were being dehydrated and tired. Yeah, not a hangover though. A couple things here. Um, Kyle is king of figuring out exactly how long he can miss of the charter while still getting the full tip. So we'll see. I'm genuinely interested if he's going to get a full tip on this charter. I usually don't see like it being like sparsed out. Like Kyle, you were here half the time, so you get half. But I also think it's kind of BS if he gets the full tip. So I maybe it's a you get full tip, but you got to pay for dinner. That's just my thought. Here's one thing I miss about early bullet deck seasons. The like the coworkers um, would be like, no, I don't want to share it with them. You didn't do any work. And they don't do that anymore because it looks bad. They should do that with Kyle. He waited until 50 minutes before the charter started to mention that he had a migraine, which was a headache. It was a headache. I don't. And he didn't do anything the entire charter. And also, Toomey and Sandy act like he was a missing link the entire time. Like, the guests would have been so happy, would not have complained about a single thing if Kyle was there. I don't, these guys like to complain. Yeah. I, I think it, Kyle had very little to do with that. Or would have I made think very little of a difference. There's a non-zero chance he went to the doctor, or the, whoever, whoever saw him. And Probably a nurse. Yeah. And they said, all right, tell me what happened. He's like, well, I got really drunk. And then the next day, so crazy. <laughs> I had a headache. I just don't feel right inside. And they're like, oh, turns out you're dehydrated. <laughs> you say you're exhausted, which is probably true from drinking and getting zero sleep. And you have a headache, which is a hangover. So you have a hangover. They let him go 20 minutes later, and then he went out that night on on land. I love how he when he when he comes back to the boat, he's like, look, they, the doctor said I was exhausted, and celebrities go to <laughs> have to go to rehab for that. You know, um, yeah. that was the thing like in the early 2000s, like a celebrity was like was on drugs. It was like being detoxed. They would say they were suffering from exhaustion, and then they're like, "We checked into a facility." You know, Sean, there was actually actually in like the early 1950, or I don't care, I don't want to say it was the 1950s, but like, I feel like it was like early to mid 1900s. Like celebrities would just actually like check themselves into like like um like hospitals, just like as for exhaustion, and they would just like be there for like a week. But is it so? It's just exhaustion. Yeah, what it was just, just like go to your bed. I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> no, know. I, I heard I, this. I heard this once, and I just told myself that that makes sense. I weirdly believe you if you're a dramatic person, which Kyle is. And you're like, I'm tired. I need a doctor to fix me, and not just like turn your phone off and go to bed or something. Okay, so maybe people do go to the hospital for exhaustion. I don't, but Kyle's doing the same amount of work as everyone else. He's not on tour. Yeah, also, they didn't keep him overnight. He just said he's staying on land tonight. They weren't <laughs> like, oh, man, you look really tired. We should admit you. They were probably like, here's an IV bag. You're fine. And he's like, all right, well, I'm not going back right now. So he just does. It's I hate that he has such a high opinion of himself as a stew, like a stew. Because if you miss that much work. That matters. 
people can't count on you. They had a, they were a stew down for two full charters this season because of Kyle. Um, was there a weird point in the episode where everyone was calling him Kylie? Mm, possible. Were the guests or just uh, was no, Toomey? It was like Luca, and I thought Toomey and Jess. I thought all like called him Kylie at some point, and I don't know if they were just like, "That's Kyle when he's being a baby. He's being Kylie or something." I don't like. I don't. I'm. I'm probably connecting dots that don't exist there, but I swear I thought there was a point where they all called him Kylie in the middle of the episode. Maybe that's a nickname's gonna happen. I don't. Yeah, it's a behind the back nickname. I think he would like it. Uh, John, speaking of Toomey, look, I know we're out on her. We made that clear last episode. Um, beginning of this episode starts with the uh, Lily-Sandy meeting, right? And Sandy decides to not fire her. She's going to give her a second chance. Like, she's yeah. like, you just got to be able to do cabins on your own. And then Sandy talks to Toomey and says, look, I hire for attitude, not skill. Um, just need you to work with her and like kind of get her there. And Toomey is pissed and is like, I really wish Captain Sandy would have fired her. And, you know, like, oh, Kyle's frustrated with her. Who cares? Kyle doesn't work. Jess is frustrated with her. Okay, fine. I just, I know I'm already out on Toomey, but I can't be more out. Like, you wanted her to lose her, like, you didn't want to train her at all. And you just wanted her to lose her job that fast. And like it's kind of like a behind the back thing. To like, oh, hey, drop the Sandy. Like, oh, hey, she's not carrying. She's dead weight. But not recommend Sandy fire her. Just hope it happens. I don't know. I it. I know a lot of things about her have been rubbing me the wrong way. That that really just did. I don't know. Yeah, and I think like I'm out on Toomey from a franchise Chiefs do level. Okay, I think she's doing the. I think she's doing the best she can. I think she's a little over her skis. Um, but like we've had Chiefs stews that I just thought were like bad people. And I don't think Toomey's a bad person at all. And I know I don't I know you don't you don't think she is either. Um, but I just not just not franchise material. But yeah, I thought that was weird. I think that there's people like I remember Katie Flood was like she I think she went to the captain. She's like, we just need to fire this person. Oh, um Lexi? Yeah. Oh, she also Sandy never- was like yeah, Sandy was like, no, definitely need to keep Lexi. Yeah, well, if Toomey was like, we need to fire her, I would have respected that more. Right. Then than just, just hope, then trashing her and just hoping she got fired. Yeah. But, and like, as Kevin Sandy sort of said, she doesn't really deserve to be fired yet because she's a fourth stew and she's supposed to be trained. Yep. I know, look, I'm not going to trash Toomey anymore tonight. And she does, to her credit, does compliment Lily at the end of the episode. Like, oh, she's I'm surprised she did a great job. Yeah, I was wrong. Appreciate that. I saw a bad moment from Toomey early in the episode. Yeah. No, no, no I agree. Um, I think she should have handled it a lot differently. She should have. Um, but, I mean, we should talk about Lily. A little bit of yeah. a redemption tour here. Um, so, listen, she has a master's degree, but she's bad at cleaning. But she figured it out. And you know what? She really went, what reminds you of the max route here, right? Like pretty suspect to start. And then 
she's kind of like given like another chance. I don't know if Sandy talking to her was the big difference, but really thrives here. Uh, Jess was ecstatic at how she was working at the end of it. Toomey was happy. So listen, Lily, welcome to the crew. You're not getting fired anytime soon. Sandy's pep talk worked. It was, she laid out a clear goal. I need you to be able to do cabins by yourself. And as soon as she said that, um, Lily was like pumped to do cabins. Like, I want to prove I can do them myself. That was, that was kind of it. Right. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It, so like Lily, glad she's staying. Right. She's no way she gets fired now. Um, Hey, Sean, I got a question for you. Cause I think I remember like early in the season, there was a, like later this season on Below Deck. And it was Sandy talking to someone saying, you've been a problem since you've got here. Did we ever find out who that... Was, that, that, to the, was that to that the was guest on the Kyle. last charter? No, that was Kyle. But so she, she inspired Kyle. I thought she never actually said, like, you've been a problem since you got here. She said you were the you were the common denominator yeah. in all the problems. Maybe they just took... Maybe this was... Let me rephrase maybe that cut was something that they used in the um never seen never before seen or whatever that yeah. weird episode is that they did. by the way does anyone watch that like the seekers revealed or whatever it's called no yeah, yeah it's so they do dumb. it with every bravo show yeah it's the same oh. it's never before seen it's the I same know what you mean. episode so on monday at eight o'clock eastern when they showed last week's episode with like five extra minutes on it. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe I don't get it. Maybe it maybe it's from that. You're right. That's but, what I'm thinking. And they just cut it differently. First no off, one else is getting fired. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think this is the crew we end with. But also I just have no idea what the never before seen Bravo is. They, do they just not have enough shows? Are they in a slow season? But like I feel like they do this all the time. And like I see the ratings for below deck. It's like I think it's like 0.8, so like 800,000 and 800,000 is eight to eight to 900,000 yeah. is what is the amount of people that are watching this. That never or that never before seen can't be more than like 100,000 people. And I, no, I get it. it probably is more because the way TV ratings work, people tune in for the last five minutes because they're about to watch Bullet Deck. In so they, they that counts. That's no. Now it's an it's an average, so it doesn't count the same as someone watched the full episode, because they take like the average amount of people watching during the episode. Got it. There was no one's watching the beginning, but everyone's watching at the end. They kind of it'll be like one hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand. It'll be like four hundred thousand or four fifty. They get like yeah. a it'll, it'll get like a point four five. And I guess it's like really low production value in the sense that it's like the same, it doesn't cost them anything more to run it because it's the same thing with like four minutes of different coverage. Well, John, um, yeah, Bravo's having a hard time launching new shows. I know they did a new Real Houses of New York with a new cast. A lot of people hated that because they're used to the old people. Yeah. Uh, they have the show Southern Hospitality that I watch. But, Sean, no one, but no one else I, does. I'm not going to... I 
I wanted to talk about it because I finally saw a commercial for Southern Hospitality tonight. Just can't believe that show got picked up for season two. They gave it a, they did it a favor. It gets like 200,000 people a week. <laughs> and it's right after Southern Charm, which is a big show. So yep. people are rejecting that show. Everyone but me, apparently. But I believe in it. John, should we talk uh, Max? Our guy Max? Yeah. Um, I've got a, what I think is maybe an odd stance for Max, or maybe a contrarian view. Not going to call it a hot take, but I'm not saying Max is right, but I think this was a really short fuse by Sandy, at least how it was edited. Um, you know, for a guy that you keep saying has a great attitude and, and is such an asset for the boat, and also their first language isn't English, so maybe you give him the benefit of the doubt here that something was lost in communication, but like Sandy just like flipped a switch when I guess Laura kind of called Laura kind of let the cat out of the bag there, but being like, no, there was food down there. And Sandy's just like, Oh, I don't like being lied to. I don't like, I don't like being lied to. This is unacceptable. She calls him up there immediately. Like I, I just thought it was a really short fuse by someone who's been a good worker for the last like three, four charters. hundred percent agree. I'm sure when Sandy was a kid, she told her mom or whoever, there's nothing to eat in the house. When there was technically food, it was just nothing that she wanted. That's what Max meant. Everyone knows yeah. that, Sandy. Yeah. It's, I, there's no food I want. Well, there was a, like a vegetarian pasta. Yeah. Max was, Max wanted something a little bit more protein in it, I think. What did, what did, um, Jack end up making him? Did he drink like a milkshake? Yeah. It could have been like a, it could have been like, uh, Probably like a protein shake or something like that. Yeah. Or just something with more substance, which like, I don't blame the guy. Like I'm working really odd hours. I don't want to like, who knows what his last meal was. Right. And I'm not saying it was a long time ago. I'm just saying like, like he's working odd hours. Maybe he had like something that was super starchy or super grainy at his last meal. And now he's like, all right, so I'm just treating my body like trash then now. Right. I get it. I mean, we obviously don't have all the facts. The facts were there was some food, but Max didn't think it was reasonable for him to eat just vegetarian pasta. Yeah, it was, it's an expression. There's nothing to eat. Yeah. It doesn't mean there's physically no food. It means there's nothing I want. Um, yeah, there's no Haley on the boat. We haven't mentioned her. We usually don't. But um, So Max is working extra hard, getting no breaks. He's a lot of complain. And Sandy, weren't you? I don't... It's not like she was lied to about something serious. It's an expression. Yeah. Um, speaking of Haley, which, yeah, odd shout out since we never talk <laughs> about her. Is she going to set the record for being the person we talk about the least who lasted the entire season? I'm trying to think of someone. There was that one guy that he was on Below Deck Med and he was with Malia. And he was a deckhand and they like aired like the first six episodes. And then some stuff came out that he had some like really like racy stuff or racist stuff from like five, six years ago on Twitter. So then they re-edited it and like cut him out. I feel like we talked about him more than we talk about Haley, who somehow is still on the show. Uh, you're, you're referring to Pete. We, we didn't have a podcast back then, but I think we maybe just offhand talked about him. 
on this show when we weren't covering that season more than we talked about Haley. Yep. Yeah, because oh yeah, if we if we were to cover Blood Act Med season five, there's a lot to talk about with Pete in the first four, like four episodes. He was very sexist mm-hmm. and very disrespectful to Malia. So there there was we were talking about him a ton. Yeah, it might be Haley. I... No, yeah, I would say it's Haley. No, I can't think of anyone else that lasts an entire season we talked about last. And listen, nothing wrong with her. She seems like a great worker. I just from a TV perspective, I mean, they're not showing her for a reason, right? She's just not really, she's not really given it to the camera. So that is what it is. Um, Want to talk uh, briefly about Luca a little bit? So yeah, he get so he's got Katie Flood coming into his DMs. Apparently they've known each other for years. Don't know exactly what the relationship is. I feel like Luca alluded to they hung out a bit, which just knowing Luca, they maybe they hooked up, maybe they didn't. Um, but he's also got Natalia messaging him. So she's just not getting out of there. She's texting everybody. Um, I need Natalia to leave us alone, but I'm interested to see what Katie Flood has to say. Yeah. No, Katie, Katie Flood also hooked up with Jack on uh well, like mid season four. Maybe someone else too. Uh didn't she was with... like in a long relationship with Jack. Yeah. Um, didn't hook up with anyone on her season though. Yeah. That's right. That was that was crickets. She um, she, she kind of had like a mother hen, aspect, yeah, like mother hen aspect, and I think that had a lot to do with like there really wasn't maybe the guy she was interested in on that season. Not to shout out like Z Lloyd yada yada. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> she's on Winter House right now. Yeah, how hooked, hooked up with Tom Schwartz. Okay, okay, so. It's that's not that's not a good look. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, look, she's a good looking girl. Good for Luca. Uh, yeah, Natalia yeah. definitely reappears the last episode. I think this season. Yeah, but um, bad news if you're Jess, because that's not going anywhere. Yeah, no. I, I think Luca made a point to be like, I'm not. He he said he's not worried about getting attached to the producers. Um, red flag if uh guys like friends with every girl he's hooked up with in the past yeah it's not good <laughs> uh sean the guests so uh as i mentioned at the top medium plus guys back listen man just say medium well i understand it from from his perspective i feel like it's like less there's less of class to saying well done for whatever reason or medium well but listen medium plus just isn't getting it done you're a grown man just say what it is, If especially if you're going to be picky about it. If you're going to say you need it exactly, if, if you need it exactly medium well, don't say medium plus. Say medium well. I guess it sounds like you sound like a an experienced steakhouse guy if you say medium plus. No, you sound like an idiot. <laughs> In his head, he sounds like very cultured. Yeah, he's afraid to ask for a well-done steak or a medium well steak. Yeah. And look, man, I know chefs hate it, but honestly, who cares? It's if that's how you like it, just eat it that way. Yeah. I don't, right? If like maybe that's how your parents ate it. Uh also I like the they wanted like breakfast to be more gay. Yeah, I listen, I was struggling to figure out how they could make it, how they could add to it. Like, listen, they had blow up decks, man. They had uh the plates they were serving dick shaped 
there was flags everywhere. There were all the food had rainbow colored drizzle on it. They had rainbow colored pancakes, which yes, I know is, I guess is a simple thing to make. You just add food coloring, but like short of like, and I, I'm just picking two artists here from like, you can't play share a Madonna and play it on below deck air. Cause it's copyright infringement, right? You can't mm. play it. You can't play it. Like if they wanted Luca to take a shirt off and dance, they've done that in pretty much every charter so far and i'm pretty sure he's going to take a shirt off at some point again this episode so like maybe they should have been a little bit more in instructed if they wanted something specific but i do feel like this was actually a really good effort by the crew yeah yeah rainbow colored pancakes i gave breakfast is brunch right that's yes. literally what it is yeah so <laughs> <laughs> just call it brunch and i think most of the work's done for you yeah when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Sean, enough of the guests. Um, I think we're going to get enough of them in the next episode, too. So let's jump into awards. Um, so curious to see who you had winning this episode. I had Lily. Yeah, she did a great job of laundry. Great job of rooms. And she shuts everyone up. I like that. Sumi and Jess have nothing else to say. Boom. Like, they were really getting on her about that iPad last episode. <laughs> yeah. And she, hey, she really, she really did go from like zero to kind of like hero now, especially when they were one down. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she had the notes app the entire time she was doing rooms uh, this episode. And that's what made the difference. So, yeah. shout out Lily. She's my winner. Who's your winning? Uh, a little bit out of left field, uh, but I had Luca winning this episode. I mean, listen, he's got Katie Flood messaging him. He's got Natalia messaging him. Uh, he's obviously got something going on with Jess now. I mean, this guy just can't be stopped. What about... Uh... Yeah, I already forgot her name. The girl from Bulletic Down Under last season honestly the moment the moment we we switch over i forget everybody's names yeah you're a hundred percent shoot that was with culver jamie jamie yeah i was with culver for some reason yeah i hope she's messaging him too she probably is damn yeah jamie was all right something. john those four girls who would you pick if you're luca So it's crazy to say I probably pick I probably would have picked Katie before she went on Winter House. Mm, that's a strike against her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of is. But, uh, but I'd pick Jamie. Yeah, best best looking. I think so. Well, Katie's the most photogenic. Sure. 
but Jamie's the best looking. Yeah, yeah. that's. I pick Katie or Jamie. I think. Yeah. yeah, I don't like Natalia's personality. No, Natalia's the worst. I'll I'll say that all day every day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so out on her. Um, all right, who'd you have losing? All right, I gotta be honest with you. The the Toomey thing with Lily trying to get her fired rubbed me the wrong way. I, I said I was done being up on her, but here we are. I was going to pick Sandy for demanding an apology from Max for the littlest thing in the world. But you know what? She fixed Lily or helped fix Lily. So I can't, I can't pick Sandy. That's so, fair. That's fair. Timmy's taking the L tonight. John, who'd you pick? Um, so I picked Thursday nights at 9 p.m. On Bravo, because Southern oh, no. Hospitality, Southern Hospitality is back. Yep, dude, you can't do that. They need all I, the audience they can get. No, dude, I just that show is just filled with like the fakest twenty somethings in a toxic environment, and it's awful, man. It was funny, um, like all these people are on reality shows, right? Yeah, but like Vanderpump Rules. Even in the early seasons, everyone was so much more natural on camera than the Southern Hospitality people. Like, reality TV acting is like its own weird thing. Where you just act normal instead of, like, being like, oh, man, the camera's on me. I gotta do something crazy here. And <laughs> that is an issue with the show. I still, I'm still rooting for it, though, and I still like it. But We'll see. Talk to me when it cracks a quarter million viewers. It might not happen. Yeah. So we'll say, um, but Sean, we do have, uh, we do have a two week break coming up. So we were right. So below deck is not airing new episodes, at least on Christmas day or new year's day, uh, both the next two Mondays. So we're back on the eighth, but Sean, if I know Bravo, like I think I know Bravo, they're going to do every single marathon of every below deck that has ever existed. So for the viewers out there who want to get their Bravo fix, and below deck fix while we're off for these, you know, next three weeks. What's the season? Maybe even episode, but I think mainly what's the what's the underrated season that you're saying people should check out because it's getting dogged on or it's not getting the attention it deserves. I love it. Uh Jen, they've actually already started the marathon. So you are I'm correct. sure they yeah. have, yeah. <laughs> um I picked below deck med season one, which is not discussed very often. So this is not a Captain Sandy season. It's actually this guy, Captain Mark, who passed away about a year a year ago, RIP. But a very underrated season. You get Vintage Han- vintage Hannah. Oh, always good. Always brings it. Plus you have Chef Ben. They kind of hate each other. They fight all the time, but there's some sexual chemistry there too. So that's very entertaining. But John, mostly you get this guy, Danny, who's just an all-time character. So he basically gets fired for using his phone too much and having too much fun with guests. And uh, <laughs> he is hilarious. I think um, <laughs> the captain has to take away his phone and he just looks so defeated. He brings up, hey, like in today's world, Pixar didn't happen. Like that that was a legit argument he made that he should get his phone back. He and um the the first officer in this other deckhand kind of gang up on him. But I'll, to his credit, 
he fires back at them a ton. And it's it's a mess of a season, but it's a very entertaining season. It's not played that often, so if you had a chance, below deck mid season one. Um also this Danny guy, I I believe he hooks up with one of the guests. And if if he saw this guy, you would not think that he'd be the guy to do it. Yeah. But you may not love his personality, but he has a personality. And I I guess it works with some girls. You know, Sean, I love that you say that too, because I feel like the typical line of people who are saying, oh, I'm going to get into below deck. What should I watch? And a lot of people say, oh, just skip the first season of any iteration because they were just trying to figure it out, which is true when you're talking below deck legacy or even like below deck deck sailing yacht. Now, obviously Australia kind of the... They figured out how to do below deck by then, but yeah, um, that's an that's a that's a great take. So um, everyone out there, if you haven't seen Below Deck Med season one, check it out. It's it's very underrated. So thanks, Sean. I appreciate I appreciate that, and we'll uh, we'll set our DVRs now. Yeah, a gent question for you. So last part of the year, what was your favorite Below Deck this season? Because we had Legacy with like. Alyssa and Camille. We had, you know, sailing out with a love triangle. We had a solid bullet down under season. We got mid right now. Are you going, you going sailing out again or? Well, obviously sailing out is my favorite. And I, I didn't like season four of sailing out as much as I like the others, but I would, I think I like that one the most, but I think I was the most surprised by, um, down under season two so not only that bravo thought enough of it to put it on the main airways although it kind of kicked us a little bit because we double we had to double up episodes and that was kind of a pain um i will say that i think that one was the one that surprised me and so going into 2024 now i think i have like the highest hopes for that one of any i think they have a right formula they've got the captain and they've got the chief stew I I agree. I um I made my top ten shows of the year, like all TV shows. I do that every year, and I had Celine and Down Under tied, and I think that's appropriate. I probably like Celine more beginning to end because Down Under mm-hmm. Under kind of got off to a little bit of a slow start. Yep. But yeah, Captain Jason rules. Yeah, it's I get it. It's it's cool. It's cool that we have, and Legacy wasn't bad either. And I don't know, but I'll figure out my feelings for mid when the season's over. Yeah. But uh yeah, no. I down under and Celine, I think I got tied for first. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think those rankings make sense. So um no, nah, it's good. I think uh twenty twenty four, I think some of the iterations are still searching for what they need. I think unfortunately Med hasn't found solid footing since Hannah left. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's been like three, four seasons from that's been, that was three, four seasons ago. So I think it's really struggling as a franchise. I think legacy, obviously we're not going to have Captain Lee back, but I think having Frazier there, uh, that's a good, that's a good starting block at least. So, um, you know, below decks all have a franchise chief stew, except obviously med here. Yeah. There you go. We, we figured it out. That's the formula. 
You're only as yeah. good as your Chiefs do. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, Sean, great episode. Um, listen, probably only three, four episodes left. So I know it's going to take us through through January, but that's got this this two week break in here. So everyone have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, everyone, thank you for listening. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year too. Mm-hmm. Happy Holidays, and we'll uh, see you in January 8th. Bon voyage.